0: Relationships change, friendships come and go, marriage, family dynamics change, and we appreciate things more. Or maybe we actually just see the true side of someone. Lives change, people change, and so do relationships. Welcome to the Kelly Lumber Podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand strategist, who is on our personal mission to inspire at least five people a day to show up, to take some action, and just do something different. So if you're one of my five a day, thank you so much for tuning in. Drop a review. Come and say hi on Instagram. Leave a review or a comment on YouTube if you're watching it here. Um, And I'm super excited to share this episode with you what I wish I knew in my 30s, now I'm in my 40s. Because it's been quite an interesting few years and there's so many things that I feel I wished I'd had the confidence or I wished I'd known. And I guess that's part and parcel of of learning as you get older, some of the things that have served you really well and some of them that haven't. So I'm gonna be sharing some of those things and perhaps it'll inspire you. Maybe it's something that will make you think differently. And just that whole reflection piece is we're coming up for my 42nd birthday. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So what are we are going to start with? Well, one of the biggest things, and I think this really ties into beautifully personal branding and the space where I am in professionally and the reflection that that has personally as well. Being your true self is the most attractive quality you can have. And I really believe this because I'm the happiest I've ever been. And, you know, living authentically doesn't Mean that your life has to be perfect or it has to be easy. It does mean that you're more clear on what your priorities are, which I can say 100% I am, and you've got a greater sense of clarity and energy for what's important in your life. I do believe that perhaps in years gone by and, and being heavily into the fashion industry, I did feel that there was a sense of not being able to really be who I was, which is going to lead into something else later. Um, but I would say I've never been more me now and the results for me being happier, but also on a professional standpoint, really have outweighed that sort of space of being, uh, allowing myself to be more vulnerable and more open hearted. Um, I remember reading Brené Brown's book, and that was a real eye opener about vulnerability and being honest and and being honest with yourself and being honest with others, speaking your opinions in a healthy way and more importantly making decisions that align with your values and i think so much conflict comes around when you are making decisions because you're going against your values so that's probably my first thing that i wish i knew in my 30s now i'm in my 40s the second thing relationships change friendships come and go marriage family dynamics change And we appreciate things more. Or maybe we actually just see the true side of someone. Lives change, people change, and so do relationships. And I think, you know, in my 30s, again, it was very much in a space of, you know, wanting to be liked by everyone. And I think that's quite a natural thing. And maybe the older you get, the less bothered you are about these things. But there was definitely that need to I also believe as well, sort of making decisions that it's okay to end something that doesn't serve you, that something that's not bringing you joy, that's not bringing you happiness, and not staying in something because you believe you should. And I was guilty of that for many years. So relationships change, friendships change, they come, they go. And I think that's the ebb and flow of life. And to understand that it's okay that if you're not friends with someone now, that it was great for that period of time, it's all very normal. The third thing I wish I knew in my 30s, now I'm in my 40s, is it's about the journey, not the destination. Now, I know this is very cliche and lots of people have heard this, but I actually really didn't understand this till my late 30s. For so many years, I would always have the vision board and I'd be like, this is what I want to do and this is where I want to get and this is what I want to achieve. And I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when I reach that point on the scale because my clothes will fit me better or I'll be happy when I've visited this place and I've done this and I've done this because it's going to bring me this. But it is ultimately the journey is the, the, the key part of it. And the destination, well, there is no destination. Now, what I don't want to confuse this is with goals because I'm really driven by having goals, but it doesn't mean that I don't now enjoy the the journey that it takes me to actually reach that goal. The next thing I wish I knew in my 30s and now I'm in my 40s, hands up for those that are maybe thinking I am guilty of this one, saying yes to everyone. Okay, one of the things I realize now in my 40s that I wish I knew in my 30s is it's okay to say no and stop trying to please everyone. And here's the thing, you know, I think we say yes to so many things because we don't want people to judge us or we don't want people to have a bad opinion of us. But here's the thing, you can't control everyone's opinion and nor should it matter. There's a saying that I really like, other people's opinions don't pay your bills. And your happiness is made up of the choices that you make in life. That's the most important thing. So the ability to be able to say no is not only empowering, but it goes back to the earlier point, is making decisions that align with your values. That is hugely important. So we're saying that it's okay, or being able to say no to people is one of the things I wished I'd been able to do a lot more in my 30s. What else did I wish I knew knew in my 30s? Now I'm in my 40s. Well, let's move on to dating and relationships. Wow, this is a big one. I feel a lot in my 30s. There was very much this need to conform to society. You know, well, I'm in my 30s. I I need to get married now and I need to have kids. And this is the next next thing that society says what we should be doing. And, you know, the whole thing is now actually dating in my 40s and being In my 40s is so much more fun. I know who I am, I know what I want, and I'm able to communicate this so much better. I've had time to solidify what I want, what I don't want. I'm much more secure in my identity of who I am, my personal brand, and really embracing my worth and knowing what I bring to the table and, and what's going to bring me happiness. So I think in so many ways people go or people have said, I guess, um, traditionally, oh, you know, it's so much more fun in your 30s. It gets it's harder in your 40s. But I think given that, you know, much more what you want, it can make the process a little bit easier. What else? So what I wish I knew in my 30s now I'm in my 40s. This is a big one for me. Um, And again, this is much more on the personal side rather than the professional it's not about the number on the scales. So I have chased this mythical number on the scale for years without fully understanding health, nutrition, HIT, strength training. Like I really didn't understand all of this. And post a separation, I went through a big journey of understanding um, what worked for my body, understanding that it's not about the scales. And it is about, you know, what you eat, it is about healthy exercise, What about it becoming part of your identity. And one of the things that I've realized is I really enjoy strength training or weightlifting. And what I wish I knew in my 30s, now I know in my 40s, is that isn't about bulking up. And that's what I thought, you know, I don't want to get big bulky muscles. Do you know how hard it is for people to get massive bulky muscles? I just didn't realize that. Um, But the importance of building muscle mass um, and and how much it improves your posture, you get better sleep and better bone density, and also helps with weight loss, boosting metabolism, like there's so many things. Now, when I look at my saved Instagram stories or my saved Instagram posts, so much of it now is fitness related because I really see the benefits of how important it is for me now, my mental health. But also the future as well. In your thirties, especially as a woman, you start to really lose a part of your um, bone density, and it's really important that to, to understand, you know, strong, healthy bones. As a woman, it's really important as you get older. Um, women actually wake, make up eighty percent of osteoporosis cases as they lose bone mass. So. For me, it's about investing in my body now so that I can look after it when I get older. It's not about the scales. It's not about bulking up. It's about maintaining a healthy body and a healthy lifestyle. So there are some of the things that what I wish I knew in my 30s, now I'm in my 40s. But I wanted to share some things that there was things that I was doing in my 30s that I'm so happy now I'm in my 40s. So a couple of those things are, let's start with investing in my personal brand. So I was investing in my personal brand without realizing I was investing in it, but there was a level of consciousness that I was doing. So what are some of those things that I was doing? Investing in mentors. I have invested maybe over the past, let's say, 14 years in coaches, in skill sets that is going to help me in business. They say the best investment you can make is in yourself. And I wholeheartedly stand by that. And whether that's investing in mentors to help me in my business, to help me personally, that was something that I already did in my 30s and I continue to do in my 40s. What else was I doing? I was saving. So I have always, and I say always, probably since about 25, but um, seriously, since I was 29, I'm invested in a long-term savings plan. And here's the thing: I think in your 30s or even in your 20s, 40s and 50s, much like I thought about my mum, you know, 42 is so old. (laughs) Um, You know, when you're in your 20s, it seems so far away. But that compound effect, that was one of my favourite books, by the way. So if you haven't read The Compound Effect, I would strongly suggest it. Not because it's actually about money. It's about so many things that the compound effect in life Brings you so much wealth in your health, in your um, fitness routines, in your um, finances. But investing in since I was twenty nine consciously has only just paid off because I'm in such a good routine and such a good habit of knowing that when I pay myself, the first thing that I do is the outgoings, and one of those outgoings is my savings plan. So. Um, If you haven't done that already, something I would highly recommend is speaking to a financial advisor or someone that can support you with that because I'm not utterly knowledgeable on that at all. I just know it's a habit that I wanted to create and it's something that I did in my 30s and I'm continuing to do in my 40s. And I think the last thing that I was doing in my 30s and I'm doing even more in my 40s is a skincare routine. I will say it's never too early to invest in your skincare. And this sort of, these these habits actually came from my mom. She had said for years, and I've lived overseas for nearly 25 years. And one of the things that she said to me when I first went overseas was, always make sure you put suntan cream on your face. Always wear SPF. Always wear a hat. Don't put your sun, your face in the sun. She always said that. And I remember actually, I must have been maybe about 21, 22 and she'd take it. so maybe about the time I thought she was quite old, um, she took me to Space NK in Edinburgh and Princess Street and bought me my first kind of grown-up skincare routine. And it was Liz Earl. I remember it was like the um, cleanser with the cloth and the moisturiser. And that was kind of the start of understanding skincare. I would say I really didn't start religiously doing it till I was properly in my 30s. So whether it was an eye cream and finding an eye cream that worked for me, finding a moisturizer that worked for me, understanding toners and, and, and how they complement your cleansing routine. So all of that has been fundamental. I believe in and ultimately your personal brand, you know, how you show up. It really surprises me the amount of people that don't invest in skincare when it's the one thing that people see straight away. You know, you can hide so many other things. You can hide a heavy weekend after you've maybe gained a couple of kilos and eaten too much food, you can hide that clever dressing. You can't hide, you know, tiredness. You can't hide dry skin. So finding products that really work for you, I think is is huge when it comes to feeling confident in yourself. If you've got a great skincare routine, makeup looks better, you just feel better. And all round, I just think it has a a really um, great impact on you. So If it's not advice from me, take it from my mom, SPF, and um, building into that routine day and night. So thank you so much for listening to this. Um, I just want to know, is there one thing that actually resonates with you? Um, Is there something that you're like, I did this in my 30s, or I did it in my 20s, or I'm doing this in my 50s? Share with me. I really, really want to know because I'm going to do another one of these by the time I get to my late 40s, what I wish I knew my 40s or what I wish I knew my 50s. So keep me posted, leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. I want you to let me know if you have enjoyed this episode and you're listening to it, please leave a review because then other people can spot it and maybe be inspired and maybe they'll be one of my five a day. Thanks for listening and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts this is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here. Even better, you can also share this on social media. Screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account. The more people that see these episodes, the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference. And if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand, then check out our new website, Brand New Creators, designed by our in-house team. And we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility, build industry authority, lead change, motivate and profit. Who doesn't want that? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Until next time. Bye.